Hello, my friend. Welcome to the Mindfully Resilient Podcast. As usual, I'm your host and coach, Joseph Serfati. So I want to know, I genuinely want to know, how are you doing today? How are you feeling? You know, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're doing, you're safe and you're feeling healthy. But most importantly, I hope you're keeping that positive mindset in the best way possible, in the best you can. You know, despite the whole laundry list of negativity that's been going on, you know, you know with self-isolation, social distancing, COVID-19. Now, despite all of that, I hope you're feeling great. I hope you're seeking those positive vibes. I hope you're seeking to feel great. You know, if you're not right now and you're feeling kind of down, smile. Smile and show some teeth. Smile in the mirror if you have a mirror in front of you and show some teeth. You know, you would not believe that even if you don't feel like it and you give a, a nice little smile, even if it's to nobody, even if it's just to yourself, it just lifts you up. So let's try that. Smile right now. I'll give you a second or two. Show some teeth. Yeah, there we go. How do you feel now? A little better? I hope you're smiling now. I hope that smile sticks as we go through this podcast episode. Yeah, by the way, I'm so excited about this episode. I know I just released episode 11 not too long ago, but I couldn't wait for this one. I was so excited for it. I'll tell you why. What do you get when you, have, when you put a bunch of coaches on a Zoom call? An awesome dose of positivity. Yeah, it's kind of a bad dad joke right there. But no, but it's true. When I sat down with, with a, my fellow coaches on a Zoom call, I felt great. It was an amazing conversation. So what was an idea for over two years with one of my colleagues has come into fruition, finally. So I sat down with my fellow coaches, Blake Miles from N2L Transformations, Patrick Savuri from Pat On Your Back Fitness, and Candace Axford, host of the Positive Spark Plug podcast. And we sat down to share our thoughts on a certain topic, you know, with the purpose to inspire others. So on March 29th, 2020, we sat down to focus our first conversation as the Consortium of Coaches. Yeah, you know, I tried to come up with a name, so I just came up with that Consortium of Coaches Roundtable. And our first conversation was centered around ensuring that resilience tanks are kept full while the world is maintaining self-isolation. You know, at the time of of recording the interview, this uh, roundtable call on March 29th, most of the world has been in self-isolation for about two weeks. Well, at least COVID-19 was declared a pandemic for two weeks at least. And some may have gone into autopilot, while others are frantically trying to figure out what to do next in order to stay uh, financially afloat and in order to maintain their sanity. So we go into talking about how self-isolation requires a little self-check-in. Did you in, the, in those two weeks, or even now at this point, uh, listening to this conversation and you're in self-isolation, have you taken the opportunity to check in with yourself, to check in with your habits, with your eating, your nutrition habits, your physical activity habits, your relationship habits, your spiritual habits? Have they improved or do they need a little more care right now? So this conversation with my fellow coaches 
was a 90 minute conversation. And when you're talking about positive stuff and, you know, just lifting up the spirit, you know, time does fly. So we're going to make this a three part series podcast. So this is just part one where we dig deep into talking about not only our daily physical habits, but our mindset habits as well. Are we checking in on those habits? So sit back, relax, and don't forget to smile, show some teeth, and enjoy part one of the first Consortium of Coaches Roundtable, where we discuss self-isolation requires self-check-in. Okay, here we go. We are live with the Consortium of Coaches. So thank you very much for joining. So we have Patrick Savori, Blake Miles, and Candace Axford. Thank you very much, guys, for joining this call. Hello, hello. Hey, how's it going? Thank you for having me. Oh, thanks for joining. And myself, I am Joseph Serfati. We are all coaches. And uh, this is an idea that Blake and I have had for a while. We wanted to do something called the Coaches Roundtable, where we have a gathering of coaches and to discuss a topic and uh, in order to serve the general public and uh, you know people like who need that inspiration that empowerment in their day-to-day lives and it's great because each coach has a different style of coaching but we all pretty much have that same message uh, to help people be the best versions of themselves so in today's first edition of the consortium of coaches um, our topic of discussion uh, would be, it's like, so given that we're already two weeks into the COVID-19 pandemic, two weeks that it's been declared. So personally for me, I'm in day 16 of self-isolation. Uh, some may have gone, I don't know about you guys, some may have gone on autopilot and there are others who are frantically uh, trying to figure out what to do next uh, in terms of job, finances, to maintain their sanity uh, because if they have children, what to do with them as well. And a lot of families are working remotely and have to homeschool their children at least an hour a day and also come up with activities in order to kind of keep them active. And uh, so we're all going through this and in order, we need to keep our resilience tank full or keep it in check. So in today's conversation, I want to talk about ideas, how we can help others, guide others in checking in with daily habits and doing a self check-in or review of the past two weeks. Right. We've been in self-isolation. So how are we? Right. So whoever wants to go first, let's talk about what in terms of daily check ins, daily habits. What can we do first in order to uh, make sure we don't lose it? I, I would love to jump in first on this one. Um, this is a topic that um, I'm huge on. Um, it is uh, daily gratification. You got to definitely check in on what you are grateful for um, with the fear and scarcity being at the forefront of a lot of people's lives right now with financial, um, with not knowing what to do with kids, not being able to go to school, uh, going to work, all of that kind of stuff where everybody is so uncertain of what's going to happen next. It's very um, key that you keen in on all of the small, tiny little things that we all 
have a chance to be grateful for waking up in the morning, the first breath that you breathe, being able to smell coffee or tea, whatever you drink, um, being able to sit on the couch and not have to rush anywhere and not having to pay for gas every twice, twice a week because you travel so far to go to work. Um, being able to learn something new about your children, all sorts of things that you can be um, narrowing in on, reflecting on, and just taking time to be present within and just being grateful. And when you take gratification and you narrow your energy in on that, um, you're living on the highest vibration. And I find it's really hard um, for other negative emotions to kind of get into um, your 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 physical and your mental state because you're able to um, see the positive and, and and see where there there's something to be grateful in in everything that that's happening around you. You know, I, there, I think the other sir. thing too, Candace, is that with that positivity, that a lot of the examples you gave are also possibilities. And, yes. and things to pursue and look into. You can tuck a little more money aside. You know, sure, there might be a strain on the on the income a little bit, but like you said, gas is expensive. Well, it was expensive, <laughs> and it's you're still you know less wear on your car, etc. It opens your mind to possibilities, and when you're thinking possibility, 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 the the, the limiting belief of, of of panic is a little yes. harder. You know, you're not worrying about am I going to be alive tomorrow and if that thought does hit you then like you said jump to that gratitude hey i did <laughs> i made it to another day we can all be more grateful for every day now and then we can turn our mind to that hey what can i what can i make out of this moment like you said whether it's something esoteric like more time with the kids or the grandkids or you know people being at home or it's some money saving or whatever when you get your mind focused on what you can possibly make out of this moment it doesn't leave a lot of room for the negative thoughts and the and the fear of what when you say what am i going to do you yes. don't have to worry about what's going to be done to you <laughs> so, yeah. that's the problem is we're all standing here idly going what's going to happen to me well hey wasn't it abraham lincoln who said the best way to predict your future is to create it right so you decide what's going to happen to you because you're still in control 99.9 percent .9 of what yes. happens in your life at this moment and you're in a whole new place and with a whole new world in front of you so if you're going to sit and obsess about the 0.1 percent lack of control we all have right now about our destiny and our future wow yeah. that's a that's a waste that's a real waste so i love that i love that you're always about the gratitude but we can take uh, yeah. both angles now. We can be grateful yeah. for what is, and we can be grateful for what we're about to create. Yes. Yes. So yeah, I think there was, um, you know, talking about attitude of gratitude, and we always talk about it. And I think in the past year for myself, that has been like in the spotlight, right? Um, we're talking about, okay, we're grateful because, okay, yes, we're saving money in some areas. However, despite the fact that there's a financial burden because we're not making as much income as we used to, there is the, the aspect of gratitude because we're spending more time with our children. Uh, yes. So we have that as well. And, but at the same, so those are external factors, but also I feel grateful gratitude for internal intrinsic uh, growth uh, in terms of discovering myself. What can I do? To grow, keep on growing. 
despite the challenges that are presented in front of me. And these right. are not just ch- these, these challenges. At the end of the day, I you know what? It may sound funny, but it's like fertilizer. It's like fu- fueling me or fuel. It's fueling me to grow. So 100%. as an in-home personal trainer, I can't go to my clients' homes because I can't be face-to-face with them. I can't be in the same home because of self-isolation. This is like, as I mentioned earlier, it's day 16. What can I do? Online training. How can I make that experience? And it's not about, you know, tra- giving the exercise. It's what, what kind of experience can I give to my athletes? So I'm thinking of strategies. I'm learning. I'm listening to different people. I'm listening to uh, other coaches like you guys right here where I'm inspired. I get ideas. And as, as fitness professionals, we have to gather ideas from different places in order to thrive. And 100%. I think that's what I'm grateful for is that opportunity. I know um, we can marinate in our sorrows, but yes. it's, it's pointless. We want to swim forward. We can, we can, all, live it, we can all live in, oh, oh, woe is me right now if we desire to. I think um, uniting the two thoughts of what you guys have, too, is that we've never had a better time to take time for personal growth. I mean, how many, yes. how many of us, I'll bet every one of us here could allude to at least one program or course or something, even just a book that we've been meaning to get to. And I don't know about yeah. you guys, but I've, I've, yeah, I've, 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 I've eaten about 18 books in the last, you know, and I've, I've just, you know, crossed the third course off my list of things. So many stuff that I had not gotten around to. And, yeah. you know, as I'm going through these, I'm writing down barrels of content to share with people, things to put out yeah. thoughts that have been sitting trapped in that book for the last hour, many months. And, so there's so much time for that, whether personal growth is reconnecting with family, personal growth is empowering yourself, personal growth is creating new revenue streams, whatever. I mean, it doesn't matter how you define it. Never have we had more imposed time. We have no choice but to take advantage of buckets of time. Mm-hmm. And again, if we're going to spend them, woe is me or panicking, that's just what, what a horrible waste. Because when the smoke clears, whether some of us are in a hospital bed or, you know, the, the, some of us are walking down the street, we'll all look back on this time and go, my God, so much beautiful, precious time was available. And either I made the most of it or I, I totally wasted it. I blew well, it. I also, I also feel that right now, if you're in the midst of um, living in, in scarcity or, oh, woe is me, I feel it's going to be extremely hard to transfer over when the, the smoke does blow away. Um, I feel you're going to, um, if, if right now, I'm not saying... Um, if right now financials are, are hard not to look into um, building strategies so that if something again happens, you're a little bit more secure. But I feel that if you're constantly living in fear right now, um, when everything goes out, um, going to go with friends to that event, you're going to be, oh, no, I can't because I need I need this money. What if something happens again? Um, or no, 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 no. And you're going to be shut. Sh- sh- shelving your stocks uh, stuffing your uh, shelves full and 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 you don't need to um i feel that you need to start transitioning over now um to understanding that there's so many so much possibilities um in inwards and and outwards
words um, for us to grab hold on and, and really dive deep in, whether it's working inwards, um, learning more about yourself, who you are, um, working on programs, projects, um, developing online training like you're doing, um, all that kind of stuff um, is really important. And then, yeah, all of the outward um, gratifications that we still have, um, that we're still available to us at our fingers, um, being grateful that we, you know, can stay in a warm house and all that thing, all that stuff is very important. Um, so I feel that it's really key that we start trying to transition our fear um, to faith right now that as individuals and, and a society and, and the world are going to get over this and, and, and will conquer it and, and it will defeat it and will come out prosperous over, over time. Yeah, and the other thing is that the world is going to change. I mean, we'll never be quite the same after this. That's, that's our, in our nature. And like you said, you need to condition the mindset, not just for the moment, but for the future. The people who are, have a, a, a mindset of abundance right now are going to come out of this into a world that is different, and they're going to embrace the difference, and they're going to run with it, and they're going to see it as an opportunity to reset some things, to change some things, to reboot, to change... Those that are in scarcity now will stay in scarcity, and they will come out of this just waiting for the next crisis. And, and they'll waste all the beautiful time in between. And when the crisis arrives, that'll be their tiny, pathetic, awful, horrifying moment of, of gratification when they go, see, I told you we were going to have another crisis. You know, it's like Nostradamus, right? I predict all will go wrong. Well, you're never going to be wrong because, of course, eventually it will. So well, those who are predicting also- that there will be right in the world to take advantage of, those are the people that are going to create growth not only for themselves but for all of us. I just want to get Patrick in. Uh, he's been trying to get a word in. Yeah, what's up? What's on your mind? What are your yeah, thoughts? Patrick, you know, I got to tell you, one one email would have saved you and I the embarrassment of this shirt fiasco. It's it's well, really. I, I just figured if I stayed quiet, people would just think it's you and me taking turns talking, so it'd be okay. <laughs> Uh, so for those of you listening right now, uh, both Patrick and Blake are wearing the same colored shirt, have the same beard style, and pretty much the same hairstyle, and we look wonderful. It's really just a practical joke that uh, Joseph played on us, actually. That's what it is, yeah. <laughs> he told us next week to show up naked. We didn't fall. <laughs> uh, Who knows what's the bottom half, I guess. like? <laughs> uh, I guess for me, what I've been uh, trying to do is a little more um, reflecting, which I'm normally not uh, super great at. Um, everyone says that everything you go through shapes you and molds you for what's to come. Um, and I, I don't always, uh, I guess, appreciate that or, or notice it. And actually even just talking with, uh, Joseph, um, a week or so ago, um, some of that came up just in conversation and reflecting back of some of the past, uh, work experience I've had and different things I've, I've gone through. Um, I feel kind of prepared me for this sort of moment of isolation and limitation of what resources and what you have. So, uh, I'm trying to take a little bit of time to think back of what I've gone through and then resetting my focus on looking ahead to where I want to go. And like we've all kind of said, um, there's a a laundry list of goals and things I want to do, uh, and just never had the time. Uh, and now I have the time, so I need to make the most of it. Um, and I've been sharing some, some, uh, kind of word of the day or information, uh, kind of posts with uh, some of my, my community. Um, and one of the things I talked about, which again came from my experience was adaptability. 
So everything changes so quickly. Every day there's a new policy, there's new mandates of crowd numbers and, and this and that. So um, everything's going to change. So you got to be adaptable to that change. Uh, listen to what's out there. Uh, take it in, not overdo it, but take it in, be aware, and then apply that to your life. And um, having the ability to adapt to day-to-day -day tasks um, or day-to-day -day information that's coming in, but also adaptability to maybe tweak or change or adjust. Uh, yourself if you're working towards a certain goal and you hit that bump in a road then maybe I need to tweak and adjust and, and take a, a right turn instead of a left and go a different way uh, to get there so having that adaptability not get so I find sometimes we get so strung up on uh, completion or failure and not knowing that it's kind of that movement along the way that kind of gets us to where we want to go and if it doesn't work one way then we just need to do a little shift and go around the other way so those are kind of the two kind of overall, I guess, themes I've really uh, taken on the last week, week and a half. Um, and then kind of little bits here and there to try to mold and, and move forward. And, and again, do those things that we've all um, all said we're doing and we're all kind of going the same places, just at different levels. So I'm just trying to get those steps in motion so that I can progress myself to that next level uh, in the business as well. And what's really interesting, what I'm seeing from you, Patrick, especially on social media, those daily, not the personal training, not the, the workouts, but at 6 p.m. every evening, you're giving some form of coaching online, like video, just words of inspiration. And it's the first time, and I'll be honest, from what I've seen, that you started doing this regularly, not just the workouts, but this regularly and the coaching. And you're discovering something about yourself right now that you didn't think you, you possibly didn't think you were able to do, but now you're able to do, and now it's opening up more doors for you. Mm -hmm. That's what sure. I find interesting about this, where a lot of people um, are finding who those who didn't find it easy to go live on Instagram, on Facebook. That's the hardest thing to go live to public speaking is the hardest thing. And everybody strives for perfection. But at the end of the day, everybody's going live, embracing imperfection and just riding that 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 wave of growth. Yeah. Yeah, I love your emphasis on the flexibility, Patrick, because, you know, Candace and I were focusing on the gratitude, the possibilities, the, the positives that we should try to embrace. And you're talking about what we have no choice but to embrace. It's, you know, that, that's been thrust upon us, whether we like it or not. Every day, every hour, sometimes every minute is different. It's, you know, our fate as a, as a race and, and our, our own possibilities, everything just boom, 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 boom. Uh, misinformation aside, you know, even with just the flow of good, constant, you know, fact, it's still changing all the time. So that's imposed upon us. And again, if you are going to fight it, you're going to be swimming upstream in acid. And if you learn to embrace that and create your own flexibility, then, you know, boom. My emphasis right now, and it's everything that I'm teaching, as it were, whatever I put out there, the underlying message is that this is the opportunity to reboot, to or retcon or whatever you know, word you want to use your life. That's yeah, exactly. Exactly. This is the moment to start setting, creating habits that you said I don't have time for. Uh, not enough time is not an excuse for 90% of the world now. You can't use that excuse. So take the time, punch those habits in, and when life starts dripping back in, it'll not, it'll run into those blocks that you've created, and it'll ride past them, and they'll stay. They'll be sacred yeah. if you let them. 
Right now is, is, is I find really important for all of us um, to, to look at the scale that we put importance on. Um, I feel we all have a scale of importance and everything that we do, everything that we have, everything that we own, everybody that's in our life, everything that we, like our work or everything, our environment, what we do, our habits is on a scale of importance. And I find right now is a very important time to take a look at that scale and say, okay, where does everything lie? And can I shuffle some things around? Because am I, is it really important that I have to do um, the dog run or this, this, and this right after work when I know that is the best time for me and my husband to spend time together? But I don't take it. But then I get angry that I don't have time with my husband. Little things like that are very crucial that we all sometimes don't even recognize that we're doing to ourselves or to our family or to our environment. And it's, I find really important that if we take time right now to look at our importance scale and figure out where we can plop things in appropriately, when life does come back into play, we'll be able to transition and, and not resist so much uh, uh, of what's happening now and what's happened what's going to happen in the future and further to that you know we need to examine that list but we also have to take a step back and see that that list has been shuffled for us those lists of importances have been changed and instead of resenting that our list has been disrupted we need to rejoice that it has been disrupted and consider then consider, like you said, when we're making those changes, take a look at a few that have been already imposed upon you and say, look, life has said right now, this is how you got to do it. Maybe in the future, that'll be a good way to keep it. Maybe not. Maybe some things should be shifted back, whatever. But the examination can begin by first not resenting and being angry about the change that has been brought into your life. Embrace yeah. that change, whether it's your list, your habits, your your whatever, even even how you process fear. It's it's going to be different today than it was even two weeks ago. Embrace the changes, get inside them, and realize that at a moment like this, your true self is pouring out. So your mind is is shutting down a little. That's scary. But the joy is that that means your heart and soul have kicked into high gear. And those are the voices you should be listening to anyway. And so start examining and thinking using that, that true self device, and let this go ahead and be quiet for a while. Just let it sit in quiet panic. It's, it's, it's talked enough, you know, like me. <laughs> I think what happens is because all this – all this is the way it has been happening has been a shock for everybody in the world, you know, from going to like, Oh, a couple of cases. Okay. Just like a little virus and even people denying it or just dismissing it saying, yeah, I can handle it. Just a little bug. It's a virus like the flu to being like, Holy smokes. We've got to stay inside as much as we can to control this, to keep it at bay. And a lot of people went in without a structure. And what happens um, when you don't have structure in your life? Uh, what I mean by that is like scheduling a plan. What do you have? What's your routine? And what are your goals? What, what's your vision? What's your mission? Once you have that established and you know what you need to take, then you're able to assess, take a step back. But if you don't have that, you're, you're pretty much, how would I say it, on that big door floating in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. All right. Yeah. Um, 
as your as your lifesaver. So, you know, one question I, I would tell you know for the people listening to this or watching this, do you have something that's structured already? Do you have if you look back the two weeks, two weeks ago, did you have a structure? And today, do you have a structure? If you didn't have one, how did you develop a plan in order to live every day still feeling uh, uh, still with emotions of gratitude, with emotions of hope for the future? Right. So, uh, Sorry, I saw a quote from uh, Brennan Burchard the other other day, uh, and it basically said, there's always uncertainty <clears throat> in our lives. Uh, now's the time to take a look at how you handle it. And are you making the best use of that? Do you have mm-hmm. a proper strategy to handle that uncertainty? Because yeah. there's always going to be something, like we said, something's going to happen. So now's a chance to really look at your plan and look at your, like you said, your, your systems and your processes and, and reevaluate them. And so you can prepare for just day-to-day uncertainties, let alone something uh, to this level. Yeah, it's, you know what's funny? It's a, a couple of points. It's almost like a, a spring cleaning like literally, like we're in the springtime. It is a spring cleaning. You're doing, you're doing a, a, a review. You're doing a review, yeah. and I think that's what we need to do: is look back where you were two weeks ago to where you are today, right? How have you changed, and where, how are you going to be better in the next two weeks? Wow, what a conversation. Not bad for a first round table of coaches, right? I mean, now you see why this went on for 90 minutes. The conversation was so organic between us. It it just flowed and it grew and we were all on the same page. I mean, a lot of the things they talked about, we had already mentioned in previous episodes. I mean, Candace talked about having that attitude of gratitude, that gratitude mindset know throughout the self-isolation and to stay positive and that's how you maintain that positivity by expressing gratitude and I mentioned it before and Blake talks about adopting an abundance mindset those who have an abundance mindset will shine when all this is over and Patrick emphasized that he took the opportunity to look back to think back at what he went through during the first two weeks of self-isolation and since COVID-19 was declared a pandemic And he took the opportunity to reset his focus on looking forward, on looking ahead. So rather than looking at the past, you're looking at what you can become. You know, to make the most uh, out of his time, right? What really stood out with me was when Blake also talked about that this is an opportunity to reboot. An opportunity to create new healthy habits in all facets of life. Now we're talking about fitness, finance, family, relationships, and fun, right? So in the next part, in part two, we're going to actually talk about how fitness has been impacted during the first two weeks of self-isolation since the virus was declared a pandemic. And we quite go, we go quite into a conversation. So I, look, I hope you look forward to that one. Once again, if you enjoyed this episode of the Mindfully Resilient Podcast, Please, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, show show some love for the show and leave a five-star rating and an awesome review, yet honest, by the way. And if you have any questions or comments or anything you would like for me to cover, please do not hesitate to send me a DM. 
Just send it on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Just look up at Coach Papa Joseph. And if you're listening on the Anchor app, you can send me a voice message and I'll be more than happy to answer it and include it in a future episode. And don't forget, I finally got a YouTube channel up that's brand new. So look up Mindfully Resilient Coaching on YouTube. You will have some Facebook Live workouts I did previously during the self-isolation period and some other life coaching and exercise workout and workout ideas to help you get after it. So looking forward to catching you in part two. Remember to live every day with joy, curiosity, and passion.